A story moment with Hansa and Dash in the city of the big castle. Get more episodes at storymoment.com. Season 1, Episode 13, An Unlikely Friend. There is a tower just off of Old Town Square in the city of the big castle. On every side is a clock face, but the western side is the largest. And though it can't be seen from the ground, if you look carefully above the eleventh hour, there is a little window. This is Hansa's window. Hansa is a very brave field mouse. Though he is not from the city of the big castle, like his best friend Dash, he has made his home in the village of the tower mice. His curtains are open today. There must be adventure. Flicker swooped down and alighted on the windowsill. All right, thank you for flying air, pigeon. Please remember to take all your belongings with you. Hansa and Dash slid from Flicker's back onto the windowsill. Thanks for the ride, Flicker. Where should we meet you later? said Dash. Flicker dipped his head a little in a sort of bow. Oh, you are very, very welcome, Lady Dash, he said. If it would please your royal majesties, please meet me at the lower hall when the sun is setting in the west. Flicker paused and pointed with his wing at a room on the other side of the castle grounds and bowed very low. Hansa spoke up. No problem. We'll meet you there just before the sun goes down. Flicker pretended to bow again, even lower this time, and said, Of course, sir, of course, I am at your service. Hansa and Dash both laughed at their friend being so silly, and with that, Flicker darted from the ledge and flew back towards the clock tower in the center of the city. I'm glad he flew us up here again, started Hansa. He then pointed towards the city, where Flicker was still flying. Can you imagine walking this whole way? Dash shook her head. No, thank you. We'll be tired enough exploring the castle. There's no way we'd be able to walk back to Old Town Square. Hansa turned towards Dash. So, where should we go? Has your father ever told you of anything we should see? Dash thought for a minute. Then she looked around. He didn't tell me where we should go, but he did give me a warning. Really? What was it? It was very strange, actually. He said, Enjoy the castle, but watch out for the big ones. The big ones? asked Hansa. Do you think he meant the people? Dash shook her head. No, if he meant the people, he'd just say people. He meant someone else. I just don't know who. Hansa scrunched up his eyebrows, pursed his lips, and shrugged his shoulders. Well, let's hope we don't meet any big ones then. Why don't we just head towards the place Flicker will pick us up? I'm sure we'll find some adventure along the way. Dash liked that idea and followed Hansa as they walked along the ledge of the window towards a small opening in the castle wall. When they had passed through into the inside, they were immediately surprised at the size of it. Stone walls climbed as high as the clock tower was tall. There were glass windows covering the walls, each one with a different picture painted on them. 
They were scenes of kings and queens, knights and danger. Hansa pretended to pull a sword from an invisible sheath at his side. I am Sir Hansa, knight, errant, and defender of the tower. He crossed the sword over his chest and bowed towards Dash. Dash then curtsied, holding the edges of her pretend dress out to the side. And I am Lady Dash. She then pulled her own pretend sword and clanged it against Hansa's pretend sword. And I've come to defeat you. The two mice jostled with their invisible swords, one hand out behind them. With each thrust of the blade, they would make a clanging or crashing sound with their mouth. At last, Hansa fell to the ground with his hands in the air. I give up, I give up. You, Lady Dash, are the most expert of swords mice, and you have my deepest respect and honor. He bowed again, and she curtsied again, and then they both fell to the ground laughing. Let's go this way said Hansa as he stood up, pointing down a long hallway. The two mice stayed close to the wall. As they ran along, they kept their eyes and ears on alert, watching and listening both for people and whomever the big ones were. When they would see a person, they would duck into a dark corner and hide until they'd passed. Okay, Dash said. I didn't know there were so many rooms here. It is pretty easy to get mixed up about where things are. Well, we can't see them all, so why don't we just pick one? Dash stopped, stared at a door across the hall, and looked back at Hansa. She stood on the tips of her toes and smelled the air. She wrapped her tail around Hansa's hand. That's the one, she said, pulling Hansa behind her. They had to run across the large hallway to get to the door. Dash didn't look before she darted off. Just as she pulled Hansa to the center of the hall, a large foot came down right past her. Hansa grabbed her by the tail and pulled her back in the last moment. Watch out, he yelled. It was too late. The man belonging to the foot noticed the two mice between his legs, leaped into the air, and screamed. As he did, he threw the great platter of food he was carrying into the air. It crashed to the carpet. Big, juicy meatballs rolled in every direction. Long strings of pasta drenched in red sauce splattered everywhere. The man screamed in anger and looked for the mice he'd seen. When he didn't see them, he stormed through the very door Hansa and Dash were headed before. When he was gone, Hansa poked his head out of the dark corner the two mice had hidden. That was close. Yes, too close, answered Dash. She then tapped Hansa on the shoulder. Look at the size of those meatballs. We haven't had lunch yet, said Hansa smiling. Let's be quick. But the mice weren't quick enough. As they began towards the pasta, they were stopped by the sight they saw. Five rather big mice ran from the shadows. They didn't even acknowledge Hansa or Dash. They each grabbed a meatball or stuffed strings of pasta into a basket and headed back to the shadow. Dash watched them as they cleared the floor of nearly all the food and then just disappeared into the wall. There, right there, there's a mouse hole. Come on, Hansa, those must be the big ones. 
Did you see how big their bellies were? Let's follow them. Dash ran forward, but Hansa stayed where he was. What's wrong? yelled back Dash. These are the big ones. Your father said we should avoid them. Don't be silly. They're just mice like us. Or at least, kind of like us. Hansa shrugged and followed Dash. The mouse hole led into a long passageway, weaving through the walls of the castle. The two mice ran, trying to catch up to the big ones they'd seen. There were drops of tomato sauce and noodles throughout. Each time they'd pass one, Hansa dipped down and ran his hand through the sauce and stuck it into his mouth. Yum! Finally, they arrived at a door near the end of the passageway. It was nearly closed with just a shimmer of light shining through. They paused at the door and listened. What's that sound? asked Dash. It sounds like scratching. Should we go back? Ignoring him, Dash inched closer to the sound. She carefully put her eye to the crack in the doorway. Dash's mouth dropped open. It wasn't five big-sized mice. It was hundreds. Every one of them was big in the belly. And they were all cheering and clapping. Dash opened the door and stepped through. Hansa followed behind her. They were amazed at what they saw. In the center of all those mice was a pile of food stretching to the ceiling. It was enough food to feed all the tower mice for a month. There was the pasta they'd seen, but there was so much more. Pastries and sausages and bread. Lots and lots of bread. Interestingly, they didn't see much fresh food. No vegetables, no nuts or berries. It was all sweets and such. One of the mice, resting on a giant pile of donuts, spotted Hansa and Dash standing in the doorway. Hey, who are you? What are you doing here? he yelled. Suddenly, every eye in the hall was on Hansa and Dash. The two mice stepped back a little. Have you come to steal our food? Is that it? Are you some thieving mice? said another of the big ones, a giant meatball in his hands. Hansa stepped forward. No, we don't want your food. He was interrupted before he could say any more. What? Is our food not good enough for you? Do you think you are better than us? It was the donut mouse again. He rolled off the donut pile and stood up. All the other mice laughed at him. Stop that, he yelled at his friends. Everyone went silent. He walked towards Hans and Dash. No, your food is fine. We just don't steal. We only take what we scrounge, Dash said, a hint of nervousness in her voice. Just like you, how you scrounged up that pasta. That was brilliant. The donut mouse stared at Dash, then at Hansa, then back at Dash. Then he thrust his hand out to Dash. Well, that's fantastic. Welcome to the castle, he said, which caused an eruption of clapping and cheers from all the mice around them. I'm Henry the donut mouse said. Dash looked at Hansa, who shrugged his shoulders in response. Then Dash shook Henry's hand. When Henry took Hansa's hand, he pulled him into a giant hug, shaking him up and down. It's good to have you two, shouted Henry, which caused even more cheers and clapping. Henry set Hansa back down 
and led them to a corner in the palace passageway. The five mice they'd seen from before were lounging around, chewing on bits of food. Henry introduced Hans and Dash to the group. And this is Buck, Zonks, Milton, and Larry, he said, pointing to the first four mice. Each was as round as Henry. And this lady right here is my sister Georgie. She's a beanstalk of a mouse, isn't she? Georgie stood and introduced herself to Hansa and Dash. She was not round like the rest of them. In fact, she was as fit as Dash. She wore a yellow ribbon behind one ear. Have you moved to the castle? asked Georgie. She looked at Hansa. Is she your wife? Dash stepped to the side a little. Wife? I don't think so. We're just friends. Family, really, she said. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to bother you. I just noticed you were both wearing red ribbons. I thought maybe that meant you were married. Georgie pointed at the red sash Dash had wrapped around her waist and its partner tied to the strap of the bag Hans was carrying on his back. Oh, no, said Hansa. We just use those to explore, in case we need something for an adventure. Georgie nodded. That's good, then. She walked a little closer to Hansa. And you've moved here? Dash stepped between them. Sorry, no again. We're just here to see the castle. We live in the clock tower near Old Town Square. Where? asked Georgie. I've never heard of it. Hansa was surprised. You've never heard of the clock tower or Old Town Square? Can't you see it from here? I can see the castle from my home. Georgie just shrugged her shoulders. Oh, I don't look at the city much. It's so big. Plus, the castle has everything you could ever want. Hansa motioned towards the big pile of food. Are you scrounging extra right now? To store it away? Georgie laughed. Oh no, that's just today's food. We'll have as much tomorrow as well. At the castle, there's always food. Is it not the same in the city? Dash then explained how they scrounge for everything they need. Yuck! From the trash bins? That's disgusting. We just go into the kitchen and take whatever we want. Georgie laughed again. The cook doesn't like it, but he can't ever catch us. You mean you steal it? asked Hansa. Sure, why not? As long as we don't get caught, we're fine, and we never get caught. Hansa didn't like what he heard. He and Dash and all the mice in Tower Village were very purposeful only to take the food that had actually fallen to the ground and wasn't food anyone would eat anymore. Can I ask? started Dash. But Georgie finished. Why, I'm not as big as everyone else? It's because I only eat vegetables. The sweets don't agree with me. Georgie flashed a smile at Hansa, who stepped back a little. But you should both help yourselves. There's plenty to go around. Dash looked at the food and back at Hansa. Sorry, we can't, but thank you. In fact, added Hansa, we should be going. Georgie grabbed Hansa's hand. Going so soon? Why don't you stay longer? Or forever? There are a lot of extra mouse holes here. Hansa's face turned as red as the pasta sauce. Dash reached and grabbed his other hand. 
No, thanks. He lives in the tower with us, Dash said, pulling on his arm. Let's go, Hansa. Georgie pulled back the other way. He can stay here if he wants, and never have to scrounge again. We are always taken care of here. It's an easy life. The two girls continued to pull Hansa back and forth, Georgie begging him to stay, and Dash insisting that they leave. Finally, Hansa wrestled both his arms free. That's enough, he yelled. He first turned to Dash. Dash, I will live where I want to live. Dash dropped her arms to the side. Her eyes began to water. She swallowed hard. Then Hansa turned towards Georgie. And I live in Tower Village. Dash breathed a sigh of relief. Thank you for the offer, continued Hansa. I appreciate, but like I said, I have a home and a family. Georgie frowned. She liked getting her way. But that doesn't mean we can't be friends, said Hansa, and Georgie smiled again. Really? You'd like to be my friend? Hansa looked at Dash, who reluctantly nodded her head. Yes, of course. We don't get up to the castle much. In fact, this is only our second time but it would be great to get to know you when we do. Georgie clapped her hands together. That would be wonderful. Are you two here much longer? Hansa thought for a moment. Actually, I don't know. Could you take us to a window? I need to see the sun. Hansa and Dash said goodbye to the dozens of mice around them who were still gnawing at the bits of sweet treats. The other mice all gave a cheer and yelled goodbye. Then the two mice followed their new friend. She led them down a different passageway. We have hundreds of paths all throughout the castle walls. They've been here for ages. Georgie then began to share some of the histories of the castle, as well as the stories of how the first mice came to live there. You mean you were all from the country? asked Hansa. Yep, we were. At least... My great-great-grandparents were. They were the first settlers in the castle. They told me the story of how they left the country after a harsh winter. There was almost no food to be found, so they came here. They only meant to stay for the season, but with all the food available and the warm spaces, they stayed. Everyone you saw out there today is related somehow, cousins mostly. There was a light just beyond them. Here you go, said Georgie, as the passageway opened out onto a long window sill. They could see the city from there. Where's the clock tower? asked Georgie. Dash pointed at the tower. There's a clock face on every side, but the western side is the largest. And you walked all the way here? Hansa shared about their friend Flicker. In fact, we better get going. He pointed at the skyline above the city. The sun was beginning to go down. Georgie led the two city mice towards the room they mentioned where Flicker would meet them. As they approached the place, she asked them, Do you think I could ever come to visit the tower? Dashed eyed her suspiciously. You won't be disgusted by our scrounging in trash bins and such? Well, I don't know. But I'd love to see where you live if I'd be welcome. Hansa spoke before Dash could reply. Of course you'd be welcome. 
You could always stay with Dash and her family. He laughed a little as Dash glared at him, but then Dash confirmed it. Yes, you could stay with us if you like. Georgie smiled and thanked Dash for the offer. In turn, Hansa and Dash thanked Georgie for showing them around the castle. When they arrived at the room they were headed, Flicker was already there, waiting. When he saw them, he stood up straight and saluted with his wing. But when he noticed that there were three of them, he exclaimed, I can't carry all of you, and he fell over as though he had fainted. Hans and Dash said goodbye to Georgie and then woke up Flicker, who pretended he didn't know who they were. As the two mice climbed on the back of their friend and darted into the air, they turned and waved back at their new friend Georgie. I guess the big ones aren't so bad, said Dash, and just as she did, Flicker yelled for them to hold on tight and then did a giant loop in the air. Both mice screamed as he began gliding again. Flicker! Remember, with each episode, you did both the audio and the ebook. Put them on all your devices and choose your next series at storymoment.com. We hope you enjoyed Hans and Dash in the City of the Big Castle, copyright 2016.